Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. We got a great lineup for you today. Incredible lineup. Um, You know, one of the things, too, uh, I want to talk about today, especially with Carrie joining me here in a minute, is there are certain things in life that we seem to be able to get a handle on and do really well without much effort, without other people helping us. But you have to ask yourself the question, or at least I had to ask myself the question, you know, what are those things? Are they things that are going to get me in my life or where my heart's calling me to be? Or are they things like on a super checklist? And so two things today is checklists are good. Checklists are great. Um, And then there are the other lists, the list which say to us, you got to get a bigger, you got to get louder, you've got to do things in a different way, Pat, Mary, Tom, Joe, anybody out there listening. And that's what today is going to be about. But let me give a shout out to Benny. Hello, B. Hi, Pat. So I had to do a new mic setup today. How's it working? So far, so good. Yeah, you adjusted it there and uh, sounded pretty good. Yeah, had to make an adjustment today. And, um, uh, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we live in the world of equipment, don't we, Benny? Uh, Yeah, 100%, especially now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. If you were to see Benny and kind of where he sits, he sits in a, a very small space, kind of. The room is big, you know, so that when hosts come in the studio, he's hanging out there. Right. But Benny is Yeah, less got for me, about, more for them. Right. I know what you mean. Less for you. Yeah, less. more for them. Right. I get it. I get right. it. Right. Yeah, sure. But <laughs> it's amazing the world we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's got four or five different monitors that he's looking at. And then I think about what Zach does. And we have not as many monitors, but we have more buttons to push, more things to make sure we understand signal flow. Why do we do that? Why are we doing that? Well, here's the thing that I know about the networks that this show is on. They are all about getting big out loud. Carrie Knutson joining me here today. That is her theme. There should be a song. And if she's, I don't know, we could have a moment, Benny, a little rap song. But what does it take to get big out loud? What does it look like? What happens when you say yes to something like that? And all of a sudden, your life may start to change. You know, Carrie is a professional speaker, speaker, school counselor, storyteller, mother. Uh, Benny, you ready? Closet rap artist. Nice. I like it. Yes. Yes. And she is a chronic extrovert. So chances are, if she and I are at the same party, right, she might be somewhere like in the middle and I might be somewhere in a corner or never at the party at all. 
Knudsen Speaks takes psychology off the couch. It brings it to people. This is her jam. You know, presentations. She's up in front of people. She's turning conversations that would otherwise make your head explode into conversations that make your head completely lighter than it's been before. Yet, it engages us in ways that we can start to look at where we are and also understand where we need to go. You know what other, you know what else she did? She directed and stars in a one woman storytelling show. Ain't never met a stranger stories from the passenger seat. And then you might hear a little bit about that. Today, what is it like to say yes to doing your own show? What is it like to step out, even though you've been out in the world, but what is it like to say, hmm, I'm gonna get out there and I'm gonna talk about this thing. Get big out loud. How does that work? Carrie, great to have you. Thanks so much for that introduction, Dr. Pat. Now I feel like I need to get my rap song for my um, theme music together to prove my rapping skills, but I did say closet, so it's it's mostly for me and, and my loved ones. But uh, thanks for that introduction <laughs> and um, for bringing this um, being willing to have some time on your show to talk about what it means to get big out loud and really how important that is for all of us to think about. You know, I, I think it's um, I think it's one of those things where um, if I were to put it into uh, let me put it into a metaphor, maybe you can tap into this and just share this with people. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but I've had times in my life uh, along the way where I've had opportunities, right? I mean, opportunities to either take a step and go here, take a step and go here, take a step and go here, whatever the step is, I've had those opportunities. And most of the time in my life, I live very intuitively. I mean, when my boss said there's a job opening up in Merrimack Valley, New uh, Merrimack Valley, Massachusetts, it's a big promotion. Do you want to go? The answer was yes. I didn't think about it. But then there were other times in my life that the decision should have been just that easy. But something happened to my big mojo and my out loud mojo. It took a ding. Tell us about this particular idea of yours, Get Big Out Loud, and what was it like to create this for the public? Sure. Well, I think to your point, like sometimes it's so easy to say yes to something if it feels safe, it feels easy, or it seems logical. But a lot of times it's hard to say yes, even though sometimes we want to because we get stuck in our comfort zone. And I call it crossing the line of your comfort zone. And it's so different for each of us. Like what makes one person uncomfortable, another person wouldn't blink an eye at. And that sometimes is hard because then we judge ourselves. How come it's so easy for her or him and not me? Um, and sometimes it's funny, people look at us and be like, man, you did that. And you're like, yeah, that was that was easy. So again, it's so hard to you know, judge yourself by someone else's standards. And I always say, I love saying this, you can't be late to your own party, all right? Like you are on your own journey and the idea of getting big looks so different from each of us, uh, for each of us. And you know, when you talked about being an extrovert, it's not actually also about being an extrovert. It's not being like um, out in the world in the way we think of an extrovert. Like you said, if you and I had a, were at a party, I'd be in the middle doing my rap songs and you'd be at the side. <laughs> I highly doubt that for some reason, Dr. Pat, with your, with your, I think you'd have a small crowd gathered around you listening to every word. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you, you're probably true, but I would be so uncomfortable. I am such an introvert and people don't believe it. Right. 
Sure. Um, but e either way, look at us, though. You yeah, see those labels, right? Yeah, the, those yeah, labels of introvert and extrovert. But you, right? It's one thing for us to talk about the party, and we need to party when, once this COVID thing is over. We're going to have a big party. But, but this is even big for you to step out, yeah? Oh, that's what I was just going to say, too. So for my comfort zone right now, so just real quick, going back to introvert, extrovert, getting big has nothing to do with that or those labels or the things that limit us. Getting big to me is like what it means for you in that moment to cross the line of your comfort zone. And for me, it's so funny that doing a radio show brought up all kinds of things for me that were out of my comfort zone, which people I think would say, well, you speak for a living. Now, now you're just changing the venue. But when I speak, I'm used to speaking to people and now in terms of live audiences. And now I have to envision the audience in my head and also um, trying something new. Sure, I've, I've, I speak, but I've never done radio. And I had to get a mic and a stand and I had to figure out how it was going to feel for me. So it's that idea of being new at something and maybe not being great at it. And as an adult, we want to be good. We want to already have achieved. We don't like to learn new things necessarily or not look really polished. And um, it's it's funny when you think about your the line, like this brought up a bunch of things for me in terms of more people listening to me potentially, right? Um, more opportunities for growth, but also criticism. More opportunities to put myself out there, but then there's that vulnerability when you do that. So I think whenever you push yourself, like I could feel the line in my comfort zone even getting ready today. And I had to be like, here I go. I'm going to go. It doesn't have to be perfect to be really, really good. And that's another thing I always say to myself and to other people. What you do doesn't have to be perfect to be really, really good. And I think the world needs people putting themselves out there because the world needs our greatness, our ideas, and our thoughts. And, and that's part of what I'm doing right now is putting myself out there. And, and this is my idea for today of what it looks like to get big. Tomorrow you know, part might be something else. <laughs> Yeah, but look at this. Let's get into this for a little bit about the journey with this, because many people talk to us on a regular basis. They talk to Jessica, they talk to me, they talk to Linda, and we never really think about how people have changed since the first time we've talked about it. Now, I'm not talking about, in some cases, some people totally change, but in other cases, there is this, this thing that happens where However big you were yesterday, you seem to get bigger, right? And, you know, what I mean about this is if you would have talked to me 20 years ago about where I was in my life or even 30 years ago where I was in my life, I was filled with inspiration to go back to school and I was rejected by every school that I applied to. And, you know, for me, the question is, how do we get big out loud? How do we stay big out loud? And, you know, as a professional speaker, you show up. But the one thing you and I do know is we have control about what we do, but we don't have control about how people respond to us. This is a, a different venue when we, we decide, oh, I'm going to be all in about Big Ally. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's hard when you think like, I got to be all in because you can't really go halfway and be effective. And so even if it's messy or it doesn't look perfect, you got to be all in, I think, to make those steps. And one thing too, about when you say like looking at your path from where you started to where you get to, 
you will have accomplished different things in your life. And you look back, you're like, I can't believe I did that then. And now look where it's gotten me now. And I always think about you have to, in order to get ahead, you actually have to get started, right? Like in order to get anywhere, you just, you have to start. And part of that idea is how do I get big? And I want to also address this idea too of getting big doesn't mean necessarily like I'm going to do a radio show and then I'm going to hike a 14er and then I'm going to start my own business. It could be today I'm going to drink enough water to hydrate myself and be conscious of it. Today I'm going to set a boundary that I need to set in my life to make things better. Today I'm going to think about myself and how I'm serving the world and what do I need to do self-care so that I can play the long game. Um, for how, what I want to do. It, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. And sometimes the things that make us get big the most seem fairly small to other people, but they might be huge for us. Yeah. And that's what I love about this. I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to be able to take, go through this with you, Carrie, because one of the things I love about this is that on the way to all of this, we are not without the range or the sense of emotions. You know, we're not without how we feel. We're not without that. We're not without the fighting for our limitations scenario. All of us have been through it. But when we come back from break, I want to talk with you about what in your perspective, get big is, right? Get big. That's one part of it. But then there's out loud. So let's talk about that. Let's take a short break, Benny. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Howdy friends, this is Terry J. Walker with the I Am Power Hour, and this is your soul-stretching success tip of the day. As you know, we are the creators of our own reality. During our journey, we will write our own life story and create our own personal resume. We all have been provided the freedom to choose what we want, choose how we feel, and choose how we respond to events and circumstances. This brings an inspirational quote to mind. If you can dream it, you can do it, Mr. Walt Disney. 
I hope you have a wonderful day filled with love, light, creativity, and of course, your freedom of choice. Namaste, my beautiful friends, and I'll see you next time. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. I think I'm live. Am I live? Yes, ma'am, you are. Dang, I'll give you, did, did you fade it out on me too quickly there, B? Sorry, my bad. <laughs> 16 years later, can't you two work together? What What is that show, Benny? Oblivion, right? Do you remember seeing that Tom Cruise show, Oblivion, where they get to a point in the show and the, the alien spacecraft says, are you an effective team? Are you an effective Dang right we are an effective team. Just saying. Um, listen, I, this is, you know, one of the things I do that I, I love, I get excited about it. Yeah, I do radio show, but you guys don't know, like, what I do when I'm not on air. I work. I work with the most, oh, incredible, awesome people. They are writing a whole new script about positivity. Carrie is one of them. Now, before we get jumping over here, because you're going to take this show and roll with it, before we get jumping, how do people find out about you? Tell us about your show. Tell us about speaking. Tell us about everything. Sure. So I, my company is called Knutson Speaks, and that's K-N-U-T-S-O-N. It's a good Norwegian name, Knutson Speaks, son of Knut. And all <laughs> the information about what I do is on my website, but I do presentations. I used to do all live, but now I do tons of virtual because that's where it's at. So it's, it's been a great experience to learn about virtual. And then I do coaching for people who want to work on personal things in terms of their personal growth. And I do also coaching to help people be better public speakers, which is a fun thing that happens since I speak so much. People wanted help. And I think the world needs better speakers to offer coaching. And then I have a one woman storytelling show that I perform a few times a year in Denver. And it's so fun. It's a live show. And once Corona is over, it's going to be back like no one's business. And it's a story, it's a telling show about our human connections. And um, it's, it's called Ain't Never Met a Stranger. And it's autobiographical and it's funny and heartbreaking and exciting and all the emotions. Some people call it the roller coaster of emotions. And so those are the things I do. And I'm excited too, because now because of COVID, I'm going to start offering some online classes as well, um, because the teaching and training world has changed. So that's going to be up uh, on my new website pretty soon as well. The world is changing. And, you know, we had a little bit of a moment, if you will. I can't remember how many months ago, but it was a bunch because I live in Washington state. And it's almost as if we forgot sort of where the big burst of C-19 started, right? like right down the road from Benny, right down the road from me. So we almost forget that, right, for a minute. But here in the state, we know what it was like to go through this journey. We know early on what happened. And so that level of change for us, while the rest of the world was watching, I love that we kind of got aware first. Because what it allowed us to do was make a decision Am I going to get big or am I going to go home? 
And in our field, we had the option. A lot of people don't have the option to stay where they were. But I'm watching people start to do things they've never done before. You know, I'm watching teachers that are moms stay at home and create a new way to teach. I mean, it's just mind boggling to me. But for you, for you, this idea of get big out loud, how do we one, do one or the other? And then two, how do we how do we make the tag team approach to them? <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. I want to. Sure. I think that's such a good question. And I think too, like even just to go back to what you said about people pivoting and making changes. I think when the when COVID first happened and all my presentations were literally canceled and I kept thinking, what do I do now as a professional speaker? I travel and speak to people, two things I can't do. <laughs> and it, it, it definitely was that moment of like, I'm going to give up. I'm just going to go home because I, I literally stay home. And I don't know what I don't know what my business could look like now because I've never done it before. It seems like a lot of work. I'm really scared. I'm exhausted about the idea of it. And I needed honestly to take a few days to regroup around what's possible for me given this new environment. And I think to your point, a lot of people have struggled with that. Like, what is my role now when I can't do my job in the way I did it? Or what does my business look like? What is my, how does my personal life when I'm working from home and homing from home and I have <laughs> those two things going on simultaneously, how does my work life look? And a lot of us have had to reinvent what it looks like to show up. And I'm, I'm like you, I'm amazed to see how many people, instead of saying, you know, go big or go home say like, I'm going to go big. I'm going to reinvent. We've used the words pivot, shift, any of those words that you've heard that people are trying to do. And when you think about, for me, this get big out loud idea, I've been talking about getting big in my presentations forever. And it connects to the idea of how I think we all have gifts. We all have things to share. And I make an analogy of like a peacock and how beautiful a peacock is and amazing, very unique. And when its feathers are down, it's beautiful. But when it's, when it puts its feathers up to get big, it's mind blowing. And I saw this through the eyes of my children like something as adults we might take for granted, we've seen a peacock, but when my children first saw a peacock get big, they freaked out. They literally were like, wow, what's happening? And it's, it's amazing to behold that something is unexpected, so beautiful and so big. And it made me think of people, of people being beautiful and interesting and extravagant and unique. But how many times we stay small because we're in our comfort zones and we think, well, who am I? You know, who am I to do that? And we play that game. So the idea of fighting for our weaknesses too, like we don't get big because I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too undereducated. Um, I'm too this, I'm too that. Whatever the I'm too, we can all have that that plays in our head. And so bringing to our conscious minds the idea of like, what would it mean to get big? Not from ego, but from service. How we use our gifts and the idea of getting big means crossing the line of your comfort zone and then out loud instead a lot of times we think about things like it's very easy to think and process and to read and to discuss but it's very hard to do to take action and the part about out loud means let's talk about it but also let's act on it because those actions are what makes things change even very small actions can have big effects so get big means crossing the line of your comfort zone and out loud means not just thinking about it, but doing something about it. 
You know, I got to tell you something, sister. I mean, sorry, little went, went a little bit crazy right there. Um, I've worked with you so much. I feel like I could call you sister. Um, <laughs> I'd be honored. <laughs> One of the things this morning, I was on a really early morning meeting and uh, I was chairing the meeting. And I, for some reason, I always prep for the shows beforehand. And I was prepping for today's show with you. And I was sitting in my 60-second meditation, so don't laugh, everybody. But I was sitting in my 60-second meditation, and I heard one of my favorite quotes. And I heard this quote as a child, didn't know where it came from. I mean, it's one of those quotes that it even made one of the pivotal, one of the pivotal episodes of The Walking Dead, right? Faith without works is dead. And for a long time, because I heard it as a kid, my mama used to run around with all that, and none of us knew what she meant. I thought it was faith without works is death. And so I operated from the perspective of, look, you got to have faith in yourself, because that's what we were taught. You know, we have enormous innate potential. But if you don't get off the couch and do something, ain't nothing going to happen. Mm -hmm. You might be able to wish your way. And I think that was the hiccup with the secret, right? We forgot to talk about how to get emotionally invested in ourselves. Can you talk about the out loud piece of this? Because so many people are trying to get big, but there's something that's cutting us off at the knees, so to speak. You know what I mean? There's just oh, yeah. something that just, eh. Oh, definitely. And that's why I love my work as a therapist, because I think taking the ideas behind psychology that help us really become conscious of how we think, what might be true for us. I always say sometimes we believe things about ourselves that are not true. We have a set of beliefs that we got from somewhere. Then we start to tell ourselves stories that reinforce those beliefs. And then our behaviors reinforce the stories that we have about the beliefs. So stories, beliefs, and behaviors are all part of the same thing. And I think it's very human nature of us to kind of be on autopilot and do what we've always done, think what we've always thought, drive where we've always driven, talk to these people we've always talked to. Like we're very into that kind of comfort zone idea. And that's not necessarily bad, but what happens is when we're trying to grow, it usually means we have to get out of our comfort zone. Right? It usually means we have to extend ourselves in some way that might quite possibly make us uncomfortable. And instead of feeling, oh, now I'm going to be uncomfortable for a little bit because I'm doing something new. Instead of being like, oh, I can expect this. We tend to want comfort. We tend to want sameness and we tend to want to know. So when things come up where we don't know the answer, we don't know how it's going to go. And if people are going to like it, if it's going to work out for us, whatever we you know hope to achieve, naturally we go, we go back in and we seek that comfort. So when you talk about getting cut off of the knees, a lot of it is becoming conscious of how we think about the thoughts that we have and reality testing them, right? Or saying, you know, that served me one time, it served me, it no longer serves me. Or, and then to go back to the reality testing, Sometimes people say, what's the worst that can happen? And I'm oftentimes, what's the best that can happen? You know, like reality testing, well, maybe this or maybe this. And I'll give you a quick example of my sh of something that yeah. happened to my show. So the very first time I was doing my show, Ain't Never Met a Stranger, I 
um, it was the night after the election and I had, um, it was such an intense time and I didn't know if anyone would want to come see a show and I was freaking out. What was I going to wear? All of a sudden the outfit I had does not feel right. I was in, <laughs> I went to this thrift store that I love and I ran in there. I'm like, do you have a shirt? I need something. And they found something great. And then I sat in my car and I was trying and a friend of mine named Laura called and I was just like, she's like, what are you doing? Are you getting ready for a show? I'm like, no, I'm freaking out. I am freaking out. And she says about what? I'm like, I don't even know why I'm doing this show. Like, is it going to be any good? Why am I doing it? Will anyone come? And she said, are you kidding me right now? She's like, do you think this is such a, you speak for a living. I said, I know, but I speak about other people's ideas, like emotional intelligence, compassion, fatigue, burnout, stress, mindfulness, self-care, like topics that are legitimate. I'm going to tell some stories about myself. Who cares? And the funny thing is Laura's like, she just helped me think she's like, it's not such a far leap. You're just scared because you're talking about yourself, not somebody else's work. So that, that was the kind of fear point of crossing my comfort zone because I'm fine talking about an idea that might be not my own, but to share myself and be vulnerable, it stopped me yeah. in yeah. my tracks. Yeah. I mean, this is really a tough one for all of us. And I want to talk about this when we come back from break. Because, you know, I have to ask myself, you, you know, I go by the rule of three. Do you know by the rule of three? Actually, Linda's family is Norwegian, oh. right? You know, so Knudsen, right? They are firing or fearing Bjorn, Bjorn, fear it, right? Yeah. And so her dad was always filled with these ideas. He's always, I mean, the man taught me how to be a human being. He really did. And, and, and the way that he taught me, right, was about principles and things in life, which I didn't have much of when I was in my 20s and 30s. I really, I was, really, I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> but the thing that's interesting about now is I go by things in three. So if I find a penny over here once, and then I walk to the store, find another penny, and then another one. I know it's Linda's mom up there telling me to do something. If I don't pay attention, she'll usually knock a lamp off, just like know how, just gone, knock it off. So th if things happen three times, so for me, I'm getting asked now the third time to do something. And I'm like you were that day. I am at that point where I don't know if I could muster it up. So when we come back, we would love for you to talk about in your work, how you hold the faith for somebody that cannot take that next step, just like your friend did, mm -hmm. right? How do we do that for each other? So people on their own terms can dictate their own next get big. Because if you're looking at me in 2000, I'm serious. If you're looking at me in 1993, rejected by every school, getting big for me was getting off the couch. A friend of mine came to me and said to me, you got to go with me. We're going to go get back in sales. When we come back, I want to tell you what that one thing did and ask you if you could just help us get bigger and louder today. Carrie, we'll be right back, everybody. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out 
go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Hi, everyone. I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance. From the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On the Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Get big out loud. Get big out loud. Carrie Knutson joining me here today. And this is her jam. This is what she has said yes to. This is what she does. She helps people all over the world. How to get out there, how to step out there, how to be out there, and then how to be yourself when you are out there. Whatever that is, whatever it means to you, however it looks. Um, Carrie, can you tell people again, how they can find out about you and tell them about your show. Sure. So you can find everything about me at knutsonspeaks.com. That's K-N-U-T-S-O-N speaks 
www.jennifersmartin.com. And on the website, you'll find out about my presentations, my coaching and my show. And like Dr. Pat said, we were just talking about the show. It's a live show, which before COVID happened a few times a year, it will come back. I'm sure stronger than ever. And um, it is called Ain't Never Met a Stranger, Stories from the Passenger Seat, all about our human connections and it's autobiographical stories that are, some are funny, some are heartbreaking. It's a lot about love and relationships and how we are connected to each other. So for me, when we're thinking about this and we're looking at ourselves, right, and we're preparing ourselves for the thing, the event, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call it, have you found in your journey what some of the things are that show up. So I was telling you about like this three, rule of three. Linda's mom taught me this, rule of three. If it happens once, hey, okay. If it happens twice, ooh. But if three times you're getting a sign, a signal, even in different ways, you better be doing something about it. And you know, it's really interesting because it's something I thought about doing, but I've not done. And, you know, one of my friends looked at your upcoming show and just literally said, you're not getting big, you're not getting big, and you're not getting louder. And I said, well, what are you talking about? I said, my gosh, come on. They said, no, you need to bring back Power Up Pot, Power Up with Dr. Pot. It's a different show I do. But she said, why aren't you talking about the issues that you've talked about most of your life. And I have to tell you, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that, but it's up in my face and there is something for me to do. How do you help people when they get a glimpse of what's being presented? How do you help them figure out how to go from this point, you know, where my friend is like, man, this is so obvious. What's what's in her words, what's the matter with you? (laughs) How do we go from there to figuring out what's holding us back? Oh, it's such a good question. And I think when we, when, again, how do our minds work? Usually when we can probably all relate to this, usually when we get an idea, something, some spark, something exciting that happens, either someone else gives us an idea. Like when someone said, Hey, you should do a talk radio show with Dr. Pat. My first inclination was yes. And then I was like, no, why, how can I do that? And I call this like, we, we get excited and then we crush the dream before it can get too excited. So we can get too, too, too invested. And we might make up a story right away. Like you get excited about something. You're like, I could never do that. I don't have an experience in that. Who am I to do that? That'd be weird. Everyone would judge me. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too fat, whatever the, I'm too. And then, then you squash, how would it even happen? I don't have any experience doing that. Or I did that before. I can't do it again. Like whatever the story is, I call it like, we get like, you and everyone knows when you get that feeling in your heart like some people are like i'm gonna go back and get that degree i wanted to get i'm gonna travel by myself to portugal i'm gonna go do that thing i want to do i'm gonna take that class I'm whatever whatever gets us excited and then the right away kill it like the dream killer comes in that all those thoughts and that's when becoming conscious of your thoughts really helps you so what i say in that moment when you have those things like oh, i had this great idea and then you kill it don't kill it right away just because you don't know how you'll get there, right? You don't have to know how you're going to get there. You just need to know what you want. And if you can take, if you can go back to what I want, and maybe you, maybe let's use an example of like, 
I want to go back and get a degree in something. Okay. And then I squash that because I'm already got a degree in this. And why would I need that? That's so stupid. What would people say? I can't afford it. Um, I don't have time, whatever we say, instead of killing, if you said, I'm going to just research programs online that offer the class I want to take, that's all my, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to like take one baby step. And I say, take the smallest step you can take in order to be successful. And maybe sometimes the smallest step we can take would be letting our idea not die, just sitting with the excitement of I'm going to be excited for a moment. Or maybe it's like in the case with my friend, who's like, what's your problem? It was reality testing it. Like you speak for a living. Why are you so scared to do the show? And it was because, you know, when I got clear on I'm not scared to speak. I'm nervous to speak about personal things and expose myself to my personal stories. And when I got clear on that, then I could take the next step because I wasn't just scared to do everything. I was, I was vulnerable and it was because of that. So two things, when you get that big idea, notice yourself trying to kill that dream and leave some space just for it to simmer. Even if the little flame is flickering. And then if you can reality test what is making you scared just to take the first step, that's really key in helping you then take another step. Because again, we, we sometimes we want to like plan out the journey. And if we don't know what's going to be perfect and look good, we don't want to take it. But in our lives, if you look back on anything in your life, almost, I, I don't know anyone I've met who's, who hasn't had this experience. If you say, how did you get to where you are? Did you just reach your goal? Was it just a clear path? Was everything just fine? And it was like, no, there was detours, bumps along the way, stops and starts, frustrations, but we still got here, right? So knowing that about ourselves, I, hey, I have past experience not getting straight to my goal. I know it's not going to look the way I think, but I can probably still get there. All of those things help us get past our limiting beliefs, our limiting behaviors, our limiting stories, and help us to find ways to get big out loud. And that's, again, the whole premise of having a radio show is to be able to talk about this to more people in a way that can really help them. And that's my whole goal is make it useful, make it realistic, make it helpful, make it authentic. Don't talk about something that sounds good, but that we could never do. And sometimes we don't want to do the simplest things first. And the simple thing in this case was like, don't let your dream die. (laughs) Just because you don't know how your show is going to be look again, but, but someone's encouraging you just keep that, like, what could it be and give it time to simmer. Don't kill it yet. Dr. Pat, I think you're on mute. Thank you for helping me <laughs> on that. Uh, one of the things that I, I love about what you said is, and it's so, it sounds so easy and it's been a pivotal point for me is don't kill the dream upon its arrival, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, that's huge. I mean, it's like what it's like you get a flash of it, maybe, right? Maybe not. I I always say like it comes right here. And I feel like I get that little bit of in my in myself, it kind of comes right here, maybe in my gut, but I always feel ooh, I get some that's how I know I'm having that moment. But you know, part of this too, if we look at it a little bit, um, getting big and out loud, it's going to look different. So I want to ask you about this because that story I told you, like when I moved to Seattle and I thought I was going to go back to school, I had already gone to school in New York, 
but I wanted to keep going. I wanted to study what was happening to me in my life. I, this was back in the day before everybody now gets downsized. This was the second time in the, in the, in the United States downsizing happened. Exxon was the first, we were the second. Uh, the old school telephone company, the mob bell of then. And it was horrific. And, and you know, it caused me not to follow the corporate edict. I was not going to fire somebody with 29 years, 11 months of service. And it was my job. I was director in HR. I mean, I'm supposed to implement this. So I had a spiritual awakening. But here's what happened. I mean, I did everything. I did go back to school and I did apply for other, other advanced programs. And my first choice was Claremont. But I decided in the meantime, I'm packing up and I'm moving from Jersey to Seattle. I don't know why. There's no why. There's no like, why did you do that? But I'm depressed and I'm sitting on the couch and my friend who we used to volunteer work knocks on my door and says, you got to get off the couch. You got to put your remote control down. You're going to come with me and we're going to go work. Now, sometimes you might want to ask, well, what kind of work do you do? So my friend was a vinyl siding, windows, door-to-door salesperson. You know that routine? I mean, this is for real. And she said, you know what? I'm, you're going to be the one that gets the door open. So you have to go and knock on everybody's door. And I want you to tell them this. And then once they're like interested, then I will come in. So it's like the Jerry Maguire movie where somebody, right? Like he's great in the living room. That was her. (laughs) That's awesome. But my God, I'm like, you got to be kidding So here's the punchline, and let's talk about it. I know you've had experiences like this in your life. I know you must have. Isn't it the oddest thing that spirit would show up and have the weirdest action for me to take to get out and knock on doors? I got bit by a dog. I got chased down the street by a Rottweiler. But I kept knocking on the doors and I thought, my God, I'm, I'm able to get out of myself. I wasn't on the couch. I wasn't thinking that I'd been rejected by every school. I was out there, right? Sometimes we have to do things that feel so uncomfortable. Isn't that part of Big Out Loud? Oh, totally, Dr. Pat. You've hit on it. Exactly. We have to know that it's going to be uncomfortable. But it also part of being alive sometimes is knowing you're alive by feeling all the feelings. So your example is so perfect. Like, I'm not on the couch with my clicker thinking about my how depressed I am that I got rejected. I'm out living in the world doing something. Even if it's getting chased by a Rottweiler, you know, I'm doing something towards getting moving my life in a different direction. And that whole idea of getting outside yourself of the moment, like I think it's so important to process though, our disappointment, our sadness, our depression, our upsetness, whatever, whatever emotion that comes, I think we should, we need to sit with those emotions for a time instead of just denying them. And I also think at some point, usually how it happens is either someone holds the space for you and says, I see 
more than you can see right now. I'm going to hold this space for you. And sometimes I'll even say that I can see you making it. So I'll hold the space until you believe it, right? Until you believe it, I'm already believing it and I'm wait, but I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you to get there. Cause sometimes it takes time. Sometimes we're not ready. Sometimes we need more time. I, I noticed for myself, like I need time to process all the feelings I'm feeling based. I need to talk about it, process it, journal about it, cry about it, think about it. But then what keeps me, I have to at some point say, now I'm taking action, right? And I think sometimes in my life, my friends have held some space for me to do that or people provide opportunities where they say, hey, you should do this. And my first inclination is like, yes. And then I'm like, no. And then be because it's out there, I eventually get up there and I get through my fears, self-talk, whatever my story is to do it. But I kind of, once you know the cycle, instead of being kind of trapped by it, I can see myself, like either other people holding the space, myself getting there, I can see my fear and do it anyway. And the whole thing is uncomfortableness. Is that a word? Being uncomfortable. That's a good word. I like uncomfortableness I'm gonna though. That, I'm going to have that be my new word. Uncomfortableness and <laughs> feeling fear, all those things we don't, If and instead of being like shocked by those feelings or scared, if we can just say, oh, there you are, I must be doing something new and scary because your these feelings accompany that right instead of letting it stop us and i i think there's a quote that i love that says everything you want is on the other side of fear right and that is so true we're fearful of everything everything can make us uncomfortable and i really do sometimes i just say that to myself when i'm feeling fear or feeling uncomfortable everything i want is on the other side of this moment if i can find the courage to do something towards my goal. Like half the time it's just showing up and like seeing like what happens next. And um, I just want to tie that into my show idea, my, my in-person show that day when my friend Laura was like, you know, you speak for a living, what's the big thing? And then we, we kind of talked about it. It's my personal thing. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. If no one comes to my show, that's okay. I'm going to do my show. And the, the most amazing thing was we packed the house. They brought an extra seats. It was full of family, friends, and random people that just wanted to see a show. And at the end, so many people said, thank you so much for sharing your story because I felt the same. I wanted a laugh tonight. Thanks for make brightening my moment. Like all the feedback was like, thank you for doing that and putting yourself out there. And the funny thing is I didn't know how much on the back end, like putting myself out might mean to somebody else. I wasn't thinking about anyone oh, else yeah. but myself. I was just yeah. totally thinking about myself. My ego was driving the train. And I yeah. hadn't thought for one minute really about what impact getting big might have on other people. And that's where there's power too. When you can remember that sometimes someone's just watching you get big and then they get, they get strength and courage from watching you get big, right? Or someone sees you do an act and then thinks, maybe I could do that too. So our lives are a living example of that for other people. And that's part of Out Loud, Get, like cross the line of the comfort zone to do it. So that's the insight I had around that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm struck by, and I know you're going to do more of this when you're a show, is what I'm really struck by and I'm thinking about is how we let other people's fear about, our, about the decisions we make influence us. <laughs> Right. Oh, so, that's going to be a whole show. That's got to be a show. It's going to be a show called What Other People Say or like oh. or something, because that is a huge that, that I'll, that's going to be maybe we'll do that as the first show. What it's other really say. it's interesting because on the one side, I have people, people that are very political 
saying to me, why aren't you talking about these things? Why aren't you doing it? Whatever happened to your power up show? I've got people on the other side. If you talk about these things, Pat, you're going to destroy a 16 year career. And the thing that I've loved is I get to make the decision, which allows me to know what's in my heart. And yet when people are so divided, you're not going to be able to please everybody. And I think that's part of this journey about get big out loud. It's what is it that we can learn from you and what you're doing and what your show is about to give us enough oomph to take that step, just enough oomph to do that. And I think that's what Get Big Out Loud is going to be. It's It, it covers enough broad range of topic, but also it's very focused in that what is that keeping us small? How can we uncover these things so that we can indeed take action to get big? And while a lot of we'll talk every month about different topics, I feel like the show will really touch upon the practical ideas that we can use after each show. They'll be like, okay, this is helping me think in a different way. So maybe I could take an action in a different way. And that's what I hope Get Big Out Loud will help people do. I know it will. Carrie, please tell folks again how they can find out about you, how they can listen to the show, everything, all of the above. Sure. So you can go to KnutsonSpeaks.com. That's K-N-U-T-S-O-N Speaks.com. And all the information is there around my presenting, my coaching, my in-person show, and now my radio show. And um, I will have links to everything on my uh, webpage, as well as my Instagram feed. Um, that's another place you can find me or Facebook. And that those are places where I'll be promoting what we're doing with the show. My personal, my Knutson Speaks, Instagram and Facebook. Personal message. What do you want to leave us with? I want to leave you with this idea of you don't have to wait for things to be perfect to start. Just starting that idea of success breeds success or inaction versus action, any small step you can take, even if it's just thinking about what ways have I been staying small? Is there one area I want to focus on getting big? And and you are enough in this moment. This whole idea of I have to wait to be somebody or I have to yeah. wait to, for the conditions to be perfect or until yeah. I lose this much weight or until this relationship comes to fruition or whatever it is you're waiting for. You don't have to wait to start. And again, the idea of in order to get somewhere, you got to get started. So I hope you take have the courage to look inside yourself and, and think, where might I want to start? If I let myself start somewhere, how might I start to think about getting big in my own way, my own life, with my own personality, with my own things, how might that look like for me? And don't squash it, just like let it simmer for a little bit and, and live with that. I love that. Carrie, thank you so much for today. We're going to take a short break, everybody. This show Yep, get big out loud. It's coming right here on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll be right back. 